You're here. Hi. Welcome to the Humboldt Last Week podcast. My name is Miles Cochran. This is a summary of Humboldt County, California's last week of news on your time. Hopefully a quick way to get caught up. If you missed anything, I do this for fun, but I have experience in local media here. I love Humboldt, and this is all about you. Before we get into it this week, I'm excited to be teaming up with Humboldt Soap Company to give away one of their Tour of Humboldt gift crates. This thing is valued at $105. Humboldt Soap Company is amazing. I use this stuff myself, even modeled for one of their body wash labels once. The company was founded by a certified massage therapist who created a product using natural ingredients, which caters to people with sensitive skin. It smells amazing. So with this prize, we're talking about a combo of body washes, soaps, and lotions in the scents of Redwood Forest, Humboldt Shores, and Humboldt Wild Blackberry. Perfect for yourself or a great gift for someone special, all in a high-quality wooden crate. So like I said, this Humboldt Soap Company giveaway is valued at $105. To compete, all you have to do is like Humboldt last week on Facebook and publicly share the contest post from October 22nd. It'll say contest at the very beginning. Then I'll draw the winner on the 27th. Only thing is you have to be able to pick up your prize in Humboldt since it would cost a lot to ship this thing. Right on. Here in a bit, we're going to be checking in with film commissioner Cassandra Hesseltine to talk about movies and TV shows that filmed or might film in Humboldt. Get the latest on a big-budget Disney movie starring Oprah and Reese Witherspoon, marijuana drama starring John Malkovich, a thriller starring Kirsten Dunst, and a couple of reasons why Humboldt could be utilized as a filming location even more than usual in the future. Before that, though, other top stories from the week. An alleged dog abuser in downtown Arcata who was caught on camera being cruel to his black pup almost got the chance to get his dog back. A dog this man named Mr. Nobody. So horrible. He put in a plea bargain, which, if accepted, could have made that reunion possible, but the judge was like, no. There was a hung jury on this case back in July, and last week we learned the suspect Charles Wesley Cole is going to be retried in December. Mr. Nobody has been renamed Jackpot. He's now living with a loving family in San Francisco, playing on the beach, and let's hope it stays that way. Or like some commenters said, let's the pup is deceased and re-register him under a new name. Sierra Jenkins did a great video piece on that for the Lost Coast Outpost. Little update on this one. Last month, a 58-year-old man named Chris Renner, who grew up in Southern Humboldt, pled guilty to molesting a young boy. Last week, he was given the maximum possible sentence on the table, which was 12 years in prison. The probation department recommended six, but again, the judge gave him 12. He's now going to be a registered sex offender soon. And I read this press release about this, which noted many prominent people in the community writing letters of support for Chris Renner. Why? How could you support a child molester? Here's another one. An older woman in Eureka was possibly driving 100 miles an hour and drove into Sequoia Park. According to KimKemp.com, her car flew through the air, crashed into a tree. This woman was badly hurt, and I guess a hero by the name of Aaron Edmondson rushed over, straightened this woman out, opened up her airway. Fire chief called Aaron a rock star. I couldn't agree more. Glad nobody in the park was hurt. It's flu season, and the county health department says we should get vaccinated. The nasal mist is not available this year. It's not effective enough, so you got to get the shot. I remember a healthy Humboldt woman in her 40s died last year from the flu. So again, the health department says, get vaccinated. The police in Eureka don't want people stealing our cars or for people to steal stuff out of our cars. They randomly checked to see how secure cars were and gave people passing or failing grades. Too many people, apparently 40% had valuables plainly visible. So their advice is close the windows, lock the doors, hide valuables from plain sight, remember our keys, and remove garage door openers. Also, in the Times Standard, I saw that last month our unemployment rate went down a half percent, mostly because of teachers and education workers. They're back after summer break. 
Humble is one of the most employed counties in the state. Awesome. Uh, following up on this one, HSU changed their mind. They decided they will provide toilet paper to all of their students that live on campus, not just some. The school is no longer avoiding the spool, if you will. Uh, they didn't want things to get intenser for not filling dispensers. Okay, I'm done. The story got national attention. The school says they were just trying to respect the privacy of people in apartment-style housing. Students thought their housing costs should include TP, and the university listened to the students. The old single-ply reply. That story is up at lascostalpost.com. HSU also gained national attention for a way better thing. The school was named outdoorsiest in the nation after winning a contest to encourage people to get outside. Hiking, biking, kayaking, quick walks, stargazing, and even hammocking earned them points. Humboldt State was one of 87 colleges that competed. Damn. Prizes of gear bank were 3000 bucks from North Face. Sweet! I'm an alumni. I, too, enjoy being outside. Hook me up. All right, let's get into the main event, shall we? Humboldt is a beautiful place, and it should be in all the movies ever. That's why a bunch of big movies were shot here. The Lost World, Humboldt County, Jim Carrey's The Majestic, Will Smith's After Earth, Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, lots of movies. TV shows, too. Now, taking a description direct from the Humboldt Del Norte Film Commission website, we have majestic redwoods, pristine rivers, rocky coastlines, Victorian villages, and more. Now, this week, I caught up with Film Commissioner Cassandra Hesseltine to talk about movies and TV shows that filmed or might film in Humboldt. She's all about helping decision makers in the industry and enticing them to work here. So we're about to get the latest on a big-budget Disney movie starring Oprah and Reese Witherspoon, a marijuana drama starring John Malkovich, a thriller starring Kirsten Dunst, and a couple of reasons why Humboldt could be utilized as a filming location even more than usual in the future. Also earlier this year, Cassandra accepted a role that could help us get even more attention. Yeah, well, Flix is 41 film offices and commissions that have come together to market and promote filming in California, as well as help in any way with productions when they are in the different regions. It's a nonprofit that works closely with the California Film Commission. But it was really exciting. About three years ago, they asked me if I'd be one of the board members that helps run the nonprofit. About this time last year, I received a call from the current president, Janice Arrington from Orange County. And she said, Cassandra, um, I'd like you to take over as president when her term was up, you know. So I was very flattered and honored, you know, um, that there's 41 film commissioners in this group and they asked me to do it. So in February, uh, we had our elections and they voted me in that's awesome well congratulations el presidente and uh, that is a presidential election we can get behind it's that time of year right now but yours is one we can (laughs) get behind um does being the president of flicks help bring more attention to the north coast as a filming location It does. You know, it was interesting because at first, you know, that was obviously a question that my own board, since we're a nonprofit here, asked, you know, tell us the benefits of why we should include this in your job now. It's even opened more doors and highlighted us even more than I ever expected when I'm introduced as president of Flix. And then they say, you know, and she's the film commissioner for Humboldt.Nort. So it always comes together as a package. And it's been interesting because when talking to location managers, especially who are aware of flicks and have been to like our award show that we throw for the location managers and they've maybe received an award or 
you know, know of our group, they get so excited when I say, hey, I'm president of Flicks. They're all, ooh, wow, you know, so they know what the group is that holds prestige for them. They, you know, are excited about the big award show we do every fall. And so it's really given us a lot of credibility that we are at the table in this kind of position, you know, and, and they all know, oh, it's the one that's in Humboldt, you know, in Del Norte, you know, it's that film commissioner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doubling the networking. So back in 2012-ish, exactly. um, earlier on in your film commissionership you got to hang out with will smith whenever he was shooting after earth in humboldt and that flick it had a massive budget of 130 million dollars do you think as a direct result of that movie we now have more decision makers looking at projects in our area the producer of after earth he said one of the reasons why he you know entertained the idea of coming here to film was they knew that we had the infrastructure to be able to handle a large project based on the prior films that had already come here return of the jedi outbreak the majestic he knew you know jurassic park he knew that those films had been here and stayed in hotels used our restaurants hired locals and because they had succeeded and done that he knew that they would also be able to do it so every time a film comes here a large studio film we benefit because then in the future other studio films go okay we know that we can make what we need happen there do you think if like after earth had been more successful in the eyes of critics um that it could have been even more impactful for our area do you think critical reviews has anything to do with that I do. It's interesting. Um, I mean, I have my own take on After Earth and and what happened there. But putting that aside, as far as if the movie itself had done better, would we benefit? Yes. And the reason why is film tourism. Sometimes we can benefit from that sometimes more than you can from the actual dollars that came in from filming. Mm -hmm. Um, For instance, just look at Harry Potter. You know how many people travel to the tunnel to go touch the spot where they go into the other world in the train, you know, tunnels? So mm-hmm. they actually have a plaque where you can go there, you know, and take a picture. At There's nine and three travel. quarters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so had After Earth done better and more people saw it, sure, more people might have traveled here to check out the area. Now, I hope the trailer itself or the amount of people who saw it was enough to encourage a certain amount to come here. Well, I have had inquiries over the years of, hey, where do they film? We want to go check it out. Definitely. Well, Cassandra, you are on a roll. There was a, a quarter last year where projects in Humboldt and Del Norte generated two and a half million dollars for our economy. And that was just one quarter. Partially riding in on that wave of success was the release of Swiss Army Man earlier this year, or boating in on Daniel Radcliffe. That was right, a, right. That's a strange, cool movie. I, mean, I remember looking at my popcorn at Broadway and wondering if someone sprinkled LSD on it. It was just a crazy <laughs> movie. How were your interactions with the cast and crew with Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano while they were shooting for that one? I have to say, I'm a, definitely a handful of celebrities more than I guess the the common person probably or average person. But um, I haven't met them all. But he is probably one of the nicest ones I have met. He he is so down to earth and so kind and generous, and he remembers everybody's name on set. He goes out of his way. He says hello to everybody. He just acts like a normal person, and I, I was just so impressed with that, considering you know he was a child star and and how long he's been in the business. He deserves every ounce of money and, and you know, nice things happening Fame to him. Fame and adoration, yeah. You're talking Daniel Radcliffe, right? 
Correct, Danny Radcliffe. Yes, he was just very sweet, and he had the fun wild part, so he could he could also just be himself. Paul Dano, I didn't really get to talk too much. He was in character a lot and very serious mm-hmm. with what was he was going through, and it makes sense. You know, it would have been harder for him to to flip flop back and forth between talking to the crew and then having to you know jump into that character. So he he was a little more isolated, but very kind, very sweet, a good guy, and everybody was. The whole crew was very down to earth and loved being here, and they hired a lot of locals. Um, and they loved him. I think it was the line producer said that it was some of the best crew he's ever had. He couldn't believe it, that they didn't have to fire any of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they usually go to a small town, hire a whole bunch of locals, have to fire half of them and, you know, start over. And um, they couldn't <laughs> believe how well trained they were. Yeah. Well, critics love that one. It won awards at Sundance. And it's just so awesome to see the rarity of a child star going on to just be such a good person. Um, yes. Love hearing about that. Well, Kirsten Dunst, she recently shot a movie in the area, and that's called Woodshock. Um, mm-hmm. Was that shot mostly in Eureka? It was shot some off of Indianola, Bayside area, was shot in Eureka. They were all over the place. They uh-huh. literally were all over the place. They shot here for 30 days. So um, they shot the entire movie here. Yeah, because um, people talk After Earth and Swiss Army Man, but those did not shoot that many days here. Not even close, right? No, Swiss Army Man shot, I think it was six after Earth shot um, nine, I want to say, eight or nine. Wow, 28 um, days. That's so much. Yeah, it was crazy how much they shot here. Yeah, they were here for a long time. And then they were here, you know, for a long time before that, prepping. And then they stay, you know, for, uh, I think it was like a week or two afterwards, you know, wrapping out. So, again, you know, it's much more than just when they actually, the days of shooting. There's a lot of other dollars that come in from all of the other time, the prepping and then the post And that's supposedly coming out next year. It looks like a really cool movie. I guess it's about a woman that falls deeper into paranoia after taking a deadly drug. And I'm very excited to see it. What stands out to you whenever it comes to remembering things from behind the scenes on that one? It hasn't come out yet, so I can't say much. (laughs) Right, right. Kirsten is quite an actress. She really gets into it. And I think just everybody dedicating themselves to making this thriller, if you will, type film. And also, I do remember it was interesting. They shot a lot of it at night. A lot of it is night shoots. Usually, I get to go to the forest during the day, you know, for shoots. I've seen all kinds of different types of shoots, you know, whether it's pouring rain or sunny or foggy and and different ways that they've used the redwoods. I've never been in the forest at night and seen it lit like that. And it was absolutely gorgeous to be there at midnight looking with these beautiful film lights on these gigantic redwoods. It was just a different way of seeing them that, you know, most people don't get to see. It was absolutely incredible. So I can't wait to see what that looks like on the screen. I think it's going to be absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. And then they could do an upside down makeout scene with Tobey Maguire. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, And I think it rained in that scene. Right, yeah. (laughs) That was a beautiful scene, too. Recently, I saw on the Times Standard that director Ava DuVernay was scouting out spots for a Disney remake of A Wrinkle in Time. Do you Hmm. think that they're going to shoot here? I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of those, huh? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I saw that in the time standard. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, I'm not at liberty to say nada. But what I can tell you, this is what I can tell you about the movie that I'm really excited about this film. 
it did get a huge California tax incentive. I think if I'm correct, it's like the largest one now to get it uh, here in California. We did change our California tax incentives from 110 million to 330 million, changed what type of film you could be. So like studio films really couldn't get these tax incentives before, so now they can. And so it's really exciting because this one got it. And so it's a really big deal. They've been looking all through California. They'll probably be filming throughout California because they did get the tax incentive. And you get an extra 5% bump if you film outside of L.A. So this movie is epic for so many reasons. You know, it's got Ava DuVernay, who's an excellent director. If you've seen Selma or 13th, which is on Netflix right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, she is outstanding. Her alone makes it worth wanting to have this project here. And it's this classic wrinkle in time. But also what makes it really exciting in Hollywood history right now is that it's the first largest studio film here that is um, looking to film throughout California with the tax incentive. So all the film commissioners and flicks and the California Film Commission is all really excited about this, that if they hadn't got this, they would have probably shot the majority of it in New Zealand. So we're keeping, you know, a huge $100 million film in California. Absolutely. Yeah, you've got Oprah in this one, Reese Witherspoon, a script by an Oscar-winning Frozen writer. That's Jennifer Lee. So it's going to be a really Mm -hmm. awesome flick and let's hope that they come on up here um real quick do you want to shift over to tv sure yeah well there may be a marijuana crime drama called humble starring john malkovich and last i checked that was in development have you heard anything new about that since then no as far as i know they're still in development as well and you know the thing about development is there was a couple movies that had been written about crescent city when i first took this job that was six years ago i believe both those movies are still in development so you know that's how it can go it can go like that or it can go it's in development and you know it gets greenlit six months later and the next thing you know they'll be knocking on our doors saying hey we want to come film there you know i hope that that's what happens just for the financial part of it you know i I don't know anything about the script and the storyline and you know how that would impact our community but as far as just having a tv show episodic television when they're on location that's lots of dollars in your community so it's really exciting but you never know it could be something like the tv show eureka which shot the whole thing in canada you know um yeah and they shot it there because they got the tax incentive so hopefully because again we have a better tax incentive for the next five years you know once humboldt the tv show is ready to go Hopefully they would apply for that here and, and want to then shoot the TV show here in Humboldt County. You know, again, putting aside whatever the content of the show is, thinking about it economically, that would be the goal. Well, I could tell a really interesting story with John Malkovich as a kind of Tony Soprano type. And then the director is this guy, Carl Franklin. And I just love a lot of the stuff he's done. House of Cards, Homeland, Bloodline. Those shows are so good. So if that show happens and if it shoots here and if it goes well, um, like you were saying, you know, it's a recurring TV show, which could be a regular moneymaker for the economy. To have a TV show, they basically move in, you know, Um, and if it's successful, then, yeah, that would be amazing. What about Crime Watch Daily? That just broke. Was that just a one day shoot? Were you involved with that? You know, I don't think they pulled a permit. Oh, really? <laughs> to be honest with you. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw that that was there, and I was like, I got to look back through my, my notes. I could be wrong, and I do need to go back through my notes, but I don't recall that show being here unless they pulled it under a different name that I'm unaware of. But sometimes what can happen is shows that are close to news sometimes think that they fall under the breaking news rule where they don't have to pull a permit. Right. And that one definitely, you know, it's not breaking news per se because 
it wasn't a story that happened that day and they didn't come and then film it live, you know, for the news. And sometimes because we are in a rural area, it happens where people don't think that there is a film commissioner or rules. Most productions will inquire and try to find out to make sure because nowadays, you know, everyone realizes that the tax incentives, it was a big push for everybody to start creating film commission offices, even where there was none. Could have been that they didn't know. You have so many projects shooting here and you're doing such a good job. Do you feel like this current fiscal year is just going to be a huge one whenever it comes to projects spending money here? Again, with the California tax incentives, I hope so. On average, we have 25 shoots a year that film here. Last year, we had 29 between Humboldt and Del Norte counties. So I'm hopeful that we'll, again, go above our average. And hopefully some of them will be bigger projects so that the dollar amount that comes in will be higher. That's so exciting. Well, Cassandra, are there any other projects coming up or anything else you'd like to mention before we break? More projects. Hmm, I can never tell you guys anything. I know, I know. <laughs> I can't tell you what's coming. <laughs> Except for the wrinkle um, in time thing that you want to confirm now, right? I mums the word. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> just try one no, more I, time. I, what, 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 what project? I, I, I'm uh, sorry, we cut out. I couldn't uh -huh, hear you. <laughs> uh -huh. hey, thank you, Cassandra. You're um, awesome. No, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm very excited. I'm very honored right now to be um, president of Flix during this time with, this, with all the success in California right now. I'm honored. I'm honored to work with the California Film Commission. Um, I'm honored to, to represent Humboldt and Del Norte counties, and I feel very lucky to live in such a beautiful area, raise my family here, and get to work in my dream job. So I'm just grateful to be able to do it, and I'll continue to learn and grow and do my best at it. Yeah, well, we're lucky to have you. We've got our fingers crossed so we can keep you for as long as possible. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Humboldt. Last week.